Hey, hey, hey. What is up, my guy? What's poppin'? Dude, I'm I'm happy to see you. Honestly, ha- feels like I haven't seen you in a minute, to be honest. Online. Yeah, no. And physically, yeah, obviously, yeah. I haven't seen you in months, but like, uh, <laughs> yeah, even online. Yeah, no, these, these moments are, are rare to come by. I've also gotten busier. I just started a new job, uh, transitioning right. to a career in sales, seeing where that takes me. Uh, I feel like this is more, has always been more of a true calling for me. And, uh, you know, although I went to school for computer science, people always ask me, you know, what prompted the change. And so it's, it's, I, just, I just love talking to people. I love, you know, talking. I love yapping, you know? So uh, I thought coming full circle. So um, I'm super enthusiastic about that. You mentioned something about people asking you, you majored in computer science. Why are you in sales? Who's been asking you that? Can uh, I have you to mom? Honestly, honestly, it's... Uh, yeah, sometimes it is, it is a little... Uh, yeah, aren't they like... Uh, don't they sound and, a little like condescending? Yeah, no, no, it, you know, my, a lot of my close friends are, are you know, like very supportive. Uh, it's more of like, you know, I went to a, a party the other day and was talking to like, you know, acquaintances or like they think they know Yo, you, but they really what don't. What is up with you, you know? and these parties? I remember that one time when you <laughs> told me about that one person who had just, who was just like on you about not uh, drinking or whatever, whatever. You were taking a break from something and she was like, oh, what? You don't drink? Like what? Yo, you were like what? Like are you talking like you're fucking high on meth? Like what is wrong with you? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think I honestly think that like people like due to the pandemic have lost their like social bearings sometimes. <laughs> you know, I've been having conversations with people, and I'm just like, you know, look back and in the moment, I'm just you know trying to be my you know a nice person, and you know make my way through a conversation, you know, gracefully uh, without much friction. But oftentimes I look back at it and be like, damn, like that person was dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's like at best it's, it's awkward. And at worst, it's kind of like condescending and it's like, are you thinking through what you're saying, you know, before you're saying, yeah, it? yeah, um, yeah. Like, are you really trying yeah. to get to know me? Are you are, are exactly. really trying to see? Cause that's what I try to judge for when I, you know, meet a person or, talk to someone who I haven't seen in a very long time is I try to be as open and upfront as, as honest as I can be. So that way, like it's easy to judge how the other person is reacting to what I'm saying. And, yeah. you know, because that's my personality and, you know, it's, it's like, you can almost tell instantly whether we click or not, you know, how they react and how they, you know, answer what their reactions are to the things that I have to say. Yeah, like at least just be like respectful. If you're not into the conversation, like try to end it, be respectful and walk away. Like no need to no need to be shitty. But okay, big news from from the last time is that we went to Hawaii. Eight days, Kauai, pushing our bodies, our minds to the absolute limits. Insane. Insane. If if y'all haven't been uh to Hawaii and you know, this was both of our first times, and in particular Kauai. I also went to Maui as well with my family after both, you know, phenomenal islands, but like the nature and I'm a huge like outdoor guy. I love being outdoors. I love going on hikes. Right. Um, I like, I love being immersed uh, with mother nature. So it's like the, the, the atmosphere there was like insane. You know, we spent uh, like a week there and easily could have spent, you know, another week. It could have spent a month. Honestly, I was getting, I was just getting used to it. Like yeah, the, the all we needed was walks along the beach and then like, and, 
Yeah, the only yeah only problem was no AC, but it was getting cooler. It was getting it was gonna get cooler. Yeah, but also yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I would just like just being able to be on the beach in the silence, maybe do some reading, and then like sun goes down and you're watching it and you're just like in awe of how nature is unfolding in front of you. And it's not like it doesn't I mean, we're from California and it's not like we we don't see a good sunset, right? Like we were privy to some of the most amazing sunsets, but it was like, man, I'm forced to pay attention. In Hawaii, like you can literally cannot look away because so much is right. going around going on around you. I mean, the the turtles that would come out at night, oh my God. I've never seen a turtle before. So I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. literally no, that was that was phenomenal. It's it was the most like blissful thing. This is something I've never done until I went into to Hawaii is one, being able to get in the ocean without needing a wetsuit. That's like one of the craziest uh, experiences. Whoa. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've been to Santa Cruz and you get in the water in the Santa Cruz, you put your feet in, you're like, all right, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm done. But in Hawaii, it's like, oh, okay. Like, let me, let me get some more. Let me, let me get further in. Let me get further in. And then one of the best, you know, moments, you know, I had was just being in the ocean as the sun is setting into the horizon. And there's nothing like in between you except just water, you know, and that. It felt like the sun was like setting down into me because I was in the water and I was watching it set and I was like, oh, oh my God, this is, this yeah. is crazy. And we saw it um, from multiple different landscapes, right? We saw it from on a boat. We saw it from on the beach. We saw it from yeah. like when we went to a crowded like area in Poipu where we were staying. And then we also were like in this secluded part of Kauai, like Lawai Bay and up to some shenanigans uh, that were transformative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, and so yeah. I, I was, yeah, it, it left an imprint. That was the and big I highlight. God. Oh, oh my God. That, I mean, like, that we could go on and on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, while you were yeah. Wild. Short story. If you haven't been, please make your way because it's amazing. But we can talk about our lives forever. I think we should start talking about what we're actually here for. Yes, sir. I'm ready to go. All right. So this is episode number two, uh, and we are talking about the king himself, Karan Johar. For context, Karan Johar is one of the greatest filmmakers in the Bollywood scene. He has his own production company now called Dharma Productions, where he's mainly producing movies and not directing films as much. And his passion is the talk show host on Coffee with Karan. So season seven just happened this past year. And we were both together when the first episode dropped. We were in, I was in DC and we were both excited. We're like, oh my God, it's here. And this was a big part of our friendship because we first really started, uh, you know, becoming closer friends in college. And at that time, season six was on. And so we would just like come together and like, watch these episodes with these, you know, huge stars and uh, in awe of their, and on, you know, mockery at times too, of their presence on the show. Season seven started off with a bang, Ranveer uh, and Alia. I think the show has been on for like almost 20 years. I think the first uh, episode aired in 2004, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about just even the format of the show, right? It's like you said, a talk show format. Karan Johar being the kind of industry professional, well-connected spokesperson face in a lot of different ways and multi-hyphenate kind of celebrity that he is gets to 
bring a lot of people together that wouldn't otherwise get together. Uh, be it stars, music directors, performers. At one point, four years ago, he even bought some of the big cricket stars onto the couch, right? So he's really kind of this tastemaker in a lot of ways and also is the guy that brings people together because he's well-connected and he hosts the show. And it grew into its own in a time when Bollywood stardom was still kind of associated with the allure that comes with any any kind of stardom, right? Where you wouldn't otherwise get access to information about these stars on their personal lives directly from them. You would have obviously tabloid and stuff, tabloid news, but this was the first of its kind in, in Bollywood to have people whose lives that we knew nothing about otherwise, or it was all speculative, speak on it, like fully be asked yeah. deeply personal, intimate questions about their relationships, like uh, romantic relationships, yes, but like relationships to their co-stars. And if there was a spat, people would literally come on the show and address the issue. Like they would directly be asked questions about what they thought about the issue, how it happened, why it happened, where they're at, um, what their relationship now is relative to when that spat happened. So very, very entertaining stuff. And, yeah, and he would usually uh, have like two people on the show, like two celebrities yeah. at the same time. And the pairing is like when you would know would sometimes make or break an episode because sometimes he'd yeah, bring yeah. on two contemporaries who are from the same era or he'd bring on two guests or celebrities who were supposedly dating to yeah. you know, see or what the chemistry is the like. Ex, like if two people shared an ex, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if yeah, yeah, if yeah. two heroines shared an ex, a hero, a Bollywood hero, they would come and, you know, spill the tea or whatever. So it at its at its highest point, this show was part of the zeitgeist, set the table for cultural conversation, was one of the most entertaining things. Like it used to air on this network called Star Worlds in India, which was known to be kind of this it used to connect Indian audiences to Western media. So for it to air on the Star Network almost gave it this sense of importance in the cultural diet, right? So its current place in pop culture, obviously a lot has changed just in the last 10 years, but especially in Bollywood in the last five years in terms of stardom, in terms of what kinds of films are being made, who really is famous, right? There isn't just one route to being famous in Bollywood or in, right. in India anymore. Influencer culture, the Kardashians and their kind of Indian equivalents, Desi equivalents, they're everywhere, right? That's not, you don't just do movies and become famous anymore. In fact, I would argue that isn't even the most, if the most, uh, not efficient, but the most common way to become famous. Everyone, anyone can be an influencer. And of the people who are stars, right? A lot of them happen to not necessarily be, uh, that good at what they do because they might be the kids of the people who were once stars and were exactly. by our famous exactly. Karan Johar. And Johar. so there's a lot of conversation and debate around the cultural relevance of the show. Karan Johar himself has gotten older. And so I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that too. What did you think the show's highest peak was? And what did you, where do you think the show and the, the, personality of Karan Johar currently is. And what do you think about seasons out? I think, like Karan, the show is going through its midlife crisis. And Ooh. Ooh. I think he is touching to your point about 
Yeah, speaking about stardom, right? When we talk about films, previously in in Bollywood, right, you would have these these mega stars, right? You have your Shah Rukh, Salman, Amir, and these dominators who you would go to the theater to see a film for. It's like I don't even care what the film is about. I'm going because I want to see them, you know. But now you have all these new age actors, right? Like, as you'd mentioned, a lot of them are kids of these so-called stars who once had a place in Bollywood and now they're trying to make their own name. Uh, and they're, I think, trying to write off their success, successes of their, uh, you know, their parents. But the culture and the dynamic of films has changed where now people like, especially with, you know, OTT and, you know, watching all these streaming platforms, it's so easy to get access to content, Right getting people to go to a theater now is you have to bring something to the table that they have not seen before. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where the issue lies is these, these star kids think that the movies that are being made are, you know, for them and people are going to watch, come and watch the, the, the movie because of them, but no one cares about them. You know, no one cares about the people who just care about the content of the film. And I think that's where the issue is because they're, we're still making films for stars. We're still not making films for the audiences. And I think once we realize that switch, that is what's, you know, going to catapult, you know, Bollywood to that next level. And I think that has a lot of relevancy in, in how Curran is leading, you know, his show and, you know, in season seven, like what's happened. I think there's a lot of relevancy because he's, still operating the show as it, as he once did 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And times have changed. People change, you know, like we have access to so much content. Like why should people come and watch yeah. you for 50 minutes? Like what are you bringing to the table that yeah. we didn't already know? And it's also tough now because, you know, like I think you'd mentioned that before you would come on the show and you'd get access to these stars life that wasn't available before. But now all these celebrities are posting about their lives anyway. Their information is so public. It's like, okay, wait, like, I already know all this stuff. Like, why am I here? Exactly. I mean, two things. So right off of that, they actually talk about this on the show, right? Khan is a very social media facing celebrity. He posts all the time, right? Everyone that he associates himself with, that he's either launched or are are part of his larger network, like Barun Dhaban, Ali Abhad. I don't know about Alia anymore, but Varun is like a very social media marketing facing star. Like he's very yeah. into being engaged with fans on social yeah. media. Right? And that's branding just, himself that way. Branding, branding, 100% branding. And so that's one. The other is like you said, content has gotten good. Not, not forget like internationally, right? Because I saw a stat recently that said of the three highest grossing films in India. In 2022. Avatar The Way of Water is the third. Which is wild because we, right. India comes out with thousands of regional movies aside from the right. Hindi movies, right? East, West, Punjabi, South films, like everyone has their own film economy. And so for Avatar to be number three is wild. International films aside, Southern films, especially since Bahubali, which was a Telugu and Tamil bilingual film that came out in 2015, which is this historical epic, fantasy epic. One of the highest grossing movies in Indian history. I think the second part, it was a two-parter. Second part in 2017 mm-hmm. is the highest grossing movie of all time in India. 
not a, not a native Hindi movie, really shook up the industry, right? Where there's this sort of, there's always been an economy of give and take where Southern films have remade Hindi films. Hindi films can be remakes of Southern films. But now it seems that Hindi films, every time they try to swing, have a big swing and do an original idea, it doesn't seem to connect with audiences. It's a little lukewarm. Right? I would say Brahmastra, not a massive success. Success relative to all of the failures up until that point, right? In 2022. Yeah. Brahmastra, people don't know. Big ticket film featuring one of Bollywood's biggest stars, so to speak, right? Like, I don't know if he's he is anymore, but he took a big break and was the biggest star before that break, Ranbir Kapoor, featuring his now wife. The biggest star in Bollywood, uh, actually, at this current moment. And it only, I think the total gross was like under 500 crores, 500 crore rupees, which is not that, for context, I think Bahubali is 1,500 um, global box office. Yeah. So... All of that to say, this show existing is kind of a, a confusing thing in, in the culture today. But season seven did come out. So should we should we get to talking about who was on season seven, actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this, this season was kind of short. There were only like, I think, 13 yeah. episodes. And, and the 13th might have been the Coffee Awards, which we will be recreating on this on this episode very shortly and so in the last in the last episode they brought up some of these influencers who i hadn't really heard of before except for one that may put phenomenal comedian who you biggie had actually introduced me to as a part of uh, all india buck show i believe right um yes yes um, they were kind of the first big youtube indian comic troupe almost not troupe indian comic like collective of like comics that mm-hmm. they brought together they started doing skits mm-hmm. on youtube back in 2013-14 when youtube was still kind of in its nascent creator phase now there's a huge creator economy around youtube but especially right. in india back then it was kind of new and they all have their own careers now Tanmay is one of the most uh successful out of that comedic collective and he was invited on to the show along with two three other influencers who are also comics yeah so they had brought up a few points, uh, which was nice because it kind of felt like we got a glimpse of how some of the audience reacts to these episodes because, you know, they, they aren't A-list celebrities. They aren't film stars. They, they, they're not actors even. And so it felt, it felt nice to have people on the couch who weren't from the film fraternity per se and more just people like us who just enjoy watching the show, enjoy keeping up with what's going on in, in, in these celebrities' lives. Um, and so in that aspect, I, I really like uh, how he brings in, uh, you know, people like us. But at the same time, I also felt like some of their answers were quite biased at times because yeah. whoever they gave the award to, Karen would like call up and then have them on the phone. So it was more like, oh, like who do I have the possibility or chance of speaking with on the phone? You know, like who do I like the most? You know, yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. like, oh, what's... I think- I would agree. I think it was, I would agree with some of that. Cause I mean, some of these, like people also have access to these. It's not like they don't, they can't get access to them, but I do agree yeah. that like it was a, it was a very much like a popularity thing. Right. And mm-hmm. this is going to be my central complaint with, with the show in general in season mm-hmm. seven is that Karin yeah. has way too much influence, which doesn't allow for as much honest conversation as there may have been in the past. Um, and we'll reference, we'll talk about some of the older episodes we've been, 
for our listeners doing some prep. And we went back and watched some older episodes that we thought were gems like that are evergreen episodes mm-hmm. from the show from 2008, like even before that, the one that we watched most recently, 2010, like these are incredible episodes, but it feels like now he has so much power that everyone's kind of just like walking on eggshells. Exactly, exactly. Kind of saying and the thing that like will will not get them into trouble, but also will like please him. I don't know. It's it's very, it's very odd. No, agreed, agreed. And, and uh, as I mentioned, you know, we were talking about before, the star kids are, he's still kind of like the golden you know, Goose, he's like the king of, you know, everyone wants to to sign with him. And so all these star kids he brings on who are like half his age, they're going to appeal to what he has to say because, you know, they want him to give them film, right? Like at the end of yeah, the yeah, day, yeah. like that's a tough pill to swallow. But one actor who doesn't have to appease Karan, who actually Karan is obsessed with is Alia Bhatt. And so they had brought that point up in the award in the last show. Where it's like, Karan, what is your obsession with Alia? And we concur. I was so happy that they brought that point up because literally the equivalent, uh, I think they brought it up where like the equivalent of Alia calling Ranbir Kapoor's character Shiva. It was Karan Johar going, Alia. Uh, (laughs) And that was, that was her whole role, by the way, which is just an absolute insult to acting talent. That's cool. Yeah. That, so, I agree. I agree. That was a and and I honestly thought his response was was fair. I thought he had a kind of sense of humor about it. Admitted that it was a little too much. Admitted that she wants him to stop because she also is aware that he brings up her name way too much. They're they're friends. He helped launch her. They're more than friends. I think they're they're confidants and they yeah. care deeply about each other. But it doesn't help, especially like look whether or not you buy into the narrative of him. And and you know you know what. There is a Nepo baby conversation happening in this country, around around the world, but especially in Hollywood. There was a huge piece, I think it was in The New Yorker, that kind of took over Twitter, um, where everyone that was not a Nepo baby or that people didn't know were, were Nepo babies, suddenly realizing that they, they are and that they've been launched that way. Like Timothy Chalamet was a big one, where it's like, oh, you, you've been had ties with the industry. And then Maya Hawke, Ethan Hawke's daughter... And like you just go down the list and you're somehow someone is connected to somebody else. But it is especially a Bollywood problem given how the industry doesn't necessarily have kind of a robust indie audience in a lot of ways. Well, theatrical, theater going audience. And so a lot of the power who gets opportunity, what films get screened, you know, like what people decide who gets to watch the some of the most exciting stuff, right? Like that that is power. So all of that to say that Karan is obsessed with Alia. She's asked him to stop. He had a sense of humor about it. So that was one of the things that came up. The other was just the his selection of guests. Because that's always been, I think Himmy, you mentioned this at the top of the show, right? Part of the most exciting thing week to week, because we don't know the next it's revealed to us closer to the episode release date what the pairing is going to be. That is part of the excitement right. of the show. It's not just the episode it's like waiting for this excitement exciting announcement and the pairings this year were fine they were okay yeah and it's less about who was invited and more about who was not and Mm -hmm. one of the people that was brought up by one of the influencers i don't remember the influencer's name a leading actor in the industry right now Tapsi Pannu she's been 
killing it. She's been in plenty of mainly OTT movies, uh, but they're all really, really quality. And so I fully agreed with the way that that was brought up of like, why not invite these other exciting actors who've been having career years, by the way, then give them a platform to talk about their lives too, right? And like, it's yeah. not all it's not all salacious news. It's not all gossip. Sometimes mm-hmm. they do have deeper conversations about opportunity, career, self-image, identity, and to not give that opportunity to someone who's never been on the couch before on the show is tough. And I honestly didn't like his answer either, which was felt like a cop-out where he said, we try to think of exciting pairings and just couldn't, you know, when I think of one for her, of course I'll invite her. I was like, I don't believe a word that's coming out your mouth right now because it felt like he was caught in the act of like, I felt like that was one of the only things in the episode where he didn't expect to be asked. Everything else felt like a little planned. This one thing, it felt like he actually wasn't prepared to have an answer. And it, it really showed. It's not like it's like a rocket science thing to be like, oh, I want to put like, I don't know, together. Like, but it's so random. It's all so arbitrary. If you wanted a reason, you could find a reason. Like this is not that difficult. So I was not happy about that. And the other, the other thing, the only Southern actor that he had, or the two that he had were Vijay Devakonda and Samantha Ruth Prabhu. Samantha wasn't there to promote a movie, so I was happy that she was there. Right? Vijay was there to promote his first Hindi movie. So it's like <laughs> I uh, oh, we oh, oh man, I, I really want to play that back when the, when the episode gets uploaded. No, no, I've been thinking about this. We should we should like I wanna like, you know, watch the, the funniest clips with you of that movie and just like react and just roast the watch crap out of him. 100%. Yeah. Anything else that came up? No, no, no. Let's let's get into the awards and, and let's let's okay. tell everyone what we thought. Let me just do a quick roundup of what, what the awards are. There's going to be a best moment, a best rapid fire, which is a segment on the show where Connor asks questions in quick succession and people on the couch have to answer. Best episode overall, best performance male, best performance female. These were the only ones that were on the Coffee Awards. We're going to add... Worst performance male and worst performance female, because that's fun. And so, uh, do you want to start it off? Who's your winner for best moment on the show? Ooh, okay. There was uh, a couple good ones. I think the the highlight, for one of the highlights for the show, the Ranveer and Ali episode was banging, was because I remember both of us just sitting on the couch, and uh, all of a sudden, Ranveer breaks out like this insane Rithik Roshan impression. And he was like so good. And like, I just remember going back and playing that like 15 times over because I was like, oh my God, this is the best impression I have ever seen of Ritik Roshan. Um, and so it was crazy to see that side. And it was like unplanned too. It was like Alia and him were joking around. They have a film coming out together and she must have, uh, uh, you know, seen him doing it and was like, damn, like that. He's actually- yeah, no, no, that's, that's exactly right. That's how it it came up and she was like, can you do it on the show? And you could literally see the show come alive in that moment, right? Because that's yeah. that's part of the the genius of the show. It's like, can we give these stars an opportunity to be, to to showcase, not not their acting talent, but just like, like their entertainment prowess. It was like, Ranveer is the entertainer. But I was thinking about this. I was like, why was that moment so important to me? Like, are we, it was the first episode. So 13 episodes, 13 weeks later, it was still like, the thing that I had in my mind, I was like, 
Well, it speaks to like that shows and Bollywood's importance in pop culture, right? Because you should, you need to not just know and love Ranbir Singh. You need to also know Hrithik Roshan. You need to know like what he sounds like. Like, you know what I mean? It speaks to just this like awareness that everyone in that moment had collectively. I remember you were in my apartment in DC and we both literally sat up from the couch going, oh shit, what just happened? And we were like completely taken in that moment. And I was so happy. I don't know if you've watched the Jamie Foxx like impressions oh, that he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did some really well, good he, ones. He reminded me of that. And I was like, damn, that's an entertainer. Like Ramir, yeah. seven minutes fully takes over the takes over the show. Like yeah. fully impromptu. They're asking him to do they make him do Varun. They make him do Garthik Aryan. Like they're Amir. <laughs> he was like ready. Amir was hella good. Amir was hella good. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I uh, know Ajay Devgan was Ajay Devgan was <laughs> Yeah, that was also crazy. That Dude, was I fully also forgot crazy. about Ajay Devgan. Yeah. You're so right. <laughs> yeah. Damn, damn. I don't remember. I wish I remember what he said because it was about like so, uh, something about like back up or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so he was like he was like like Ajay's like like smoking a cigarette. Um and someone's asking to do like a shot and he goes, Do a an adventure. <laughs> 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 and it, and it like was perfect. As well as I know. Did. I would say that's the other thing too, right? Like it makes you yeah. want to like try to imitate. Yeah. yeah. What he's doing. My yeah. favorite. There, there um, were there were two other moments that I was were also on the table for me that I that okay. I wanted to bring up. One was the Sonam and Arjun bit where she forgets right. that well, what probably was the biggest release for Bollywood in 2022, Brahmastra, the name of the film. Her cousin is leading the film, Ranbir Kapoor. They're related and she doesn't know the name of the film. She goes, Shiva number one. And I was just like, oh <laughs> my God. Like, so they started making fun about that. It's like, no, it's not directed by David Dhawan and all these <laughs> yeah. different things where it's like, wow. Like, and she's, she's, she's a celebrity herself. She's been in, you know, been a bunch of movies and, you know, a pretty talented uh, actress. And so it's crazy to see that people... You know, even from the film uh, Fraternity, you know, she's about to have a kid. So I guess she's like checked herself out from uh, uh, all things like Bollywood. But also, you know, when Karan asks Varun if he's done it to, to music and then yeah. Varun goes like once, once or twice. And, and then uh, he asked Anil Kapoor the same if he's done it to Dinatinda. And then he admits to <laughs> And that was like crazy because I was like, okay, these are the moments that we live for, right? These are the things like Anand Kapoor is a renowned actor and who's been around for a long time. You usually don't see a lot of these older superstars in Bollywood openly talk about their intimate life. And so getting getting yeah. an answer and clarification on that was was awesome. But hands down, Ranveer moment, Ranveer impressions were the clear winner there. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, best rapid fire. I honestly think that this entire segment in the show actually needs to be reworked because I feel like he's been doing <laughs> he's, he's been doing this same like segment for throughout all the seasons, and he hasn't changed the questions all that much. In fact, he's probably made them uh, worse. Before he he used to he's ask about like oh like rank these other you know actors. And their contemporaries, you know, and, and those used to be interesting questions because you'd get an insight Dude, on. Honestly, I don't think it needs to be reworked. I think he fucked up. <laughs> Imagine asking now, 
rank and order of acting talent, rank and order of sex appeal. Banger questions. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You didn't ask a single person that question. He's made the questions worse. I would agree. But yeah, yeah. who's your best rapper? No, honestly, I don't think I have a, a, a best rapid fire. I don't think I was able to nail one down. Yeah, I think I that was my that was my consensus for the show, and I think that's that's why I was like, yeah, like I I don't actually feel like I have a best moment, unfortunately. But I'd love to hear what you have to what you thought was the best. <laughs> Shut <best>. up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn, I did not see that. For for listeners, we didn't reveal what our answers are going to be. So I'm. Just as shocked as you are. Uh, <laughs> uh, damn, now I don't know what to do. You've bamboozled me. Well, I, I have an answer, but I was going to say my runner-up is Ranveer because going back listening to it, it's kind of spicy. He's asked, like, who did you last, like, stalk on Instagram? And he goes, Kiara. And he, like, oh. honestly doesn't really hold back. <laughs> yeah. And he fully does admit to have, like, gone through her photos. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of interesting he's married to maybe yeah. the hottest woman in Hollywood so yeah interesting I also did think the the moment was really cool where Alia is answering her rapid fire and she is asked who she has the best chemistry with and she goes Var. and he gets hella pissed and he has this moment where he goes those get up big kalank which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, that line was um, that line was uh was sick. My favorite rapid fire though was Shahid. And I thought it was gonna be yours too, dog. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, mine honestly, because of how honest his answers were, didn't necessarily make me like him anymore. Because look, not gonna cast any judgments, don't know him, couldn't possibly know him, don't know his wife, but his wife is very young. She's like mid-20s, late 30s. So I think she's closer to our age than she is his. But the point being, he was not only like, I don't even think they were asked a question about it because it's old news at this point. He was fully like, yeah, I don't get to sleep with other women. That's the thing that I miss about being married. Yeah. <laughs> or like being sick. Uh, and I was like, oh, I guess go at it, bro. Like, good to know. Um, and I can totally see that because I think he's the only person who's been on every single season of Coffee season. with Karen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so rat. he's been asked. You know, all the like, he's, this is his seventh rapid fire. So he's a veteran. So that's why I felt like he was, he knew very well the types of questions that were going to be asked. And he was so well prepared. And I've, another reason why it spoke to, you know, my point about like him having to rework the questions, because like if Shahid can so comfortably sit on that couch and answer every single one of those questions without like breaking a sweat, makes me feel like it's time for a change. Ooh. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I did not look at it that way. Yeah, I actually do agree that the the segment needs to be not even reworked. Just go back to those questions. What was wrong yeah. with those amazing yeah. questions from 2000? Always going to go back to the Dipika Sonam episode where they fully get to rank each other in front of yeah. each other in order of acting talent. And then they get to oh, go oh. to the audiences and ask them who they think like the sexier person is and who the better actress is. Like, that was also so crazy. What a segment. Not like a live audience like they did this time, which was absolute garbage. Yeah. Um, a segment that they recorded where, like, they literally go interview people on the streets of Mumbai. And they're like, yeah. who do you think's hotter? Who do you think's a better actor? Yeah. And they have to just sit there. And all yeah. these people get to say is, like, the name, right? So in this, in quick succession for three minutes, they're sitting there listening to Deepika, Sonam, Sonam. 
<laughs> and like it's excruciating and i was like where's all of that energy man anyway next award best episode this is kind of a big one huge one this is a huge one pretty competitive i would say i thought there this were some is- heavy hitting contenders i i don't think this is going to be your favorite episode so i think we'll get to touch on some of the other ones when you talk about yours but my favorite episode was karina kapoor and amir khan they come to celebrate from both their uh, new film, Laos Singh Chadda. The episode I thought was sick because kind of how like we were talking about earlier, how these new age stars kind of look up to Karan and kind of have him as like a higher authority and as a, you know, influence and a sense of power because he does have a say in the films that they do and they obviously want to work with him. But, you know, with Karina and Amir, these guys are like well-established into their careers. They have their entire, you know, their families and they can produce their own shit. You know, they don't need anyone else's like approval. And so... Uh, yeah, Amir's think, been in this for 35. I mean, Karina obviously has been yeah. here for like 20 plus years. Yeah. Amir's been 35 and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why he's been so successful is because he has such a big say in the types of films that he does and, you know, the bigger meaning behind it. And he has given... Um, India, some of its best films. But on this show, I feel like he ha- he's the only one who has the guts to like speak up to Karan because Karan sometimes be spewing some bullshit. You know, we'll be asking some some stupid ass questions where it's like, he often talks about people's personal, intimate life, sex life, relationships, and all that stuff like that. And there was a, and there was a segment where he was trying to get Karina to say something about her personal life. And Karan goes, my mom watches the show. Are you going to talk ill about my sex life? And then Amir replies, your mom doesn't care about you talking ill about other people's sex lives. Again, I just thought that was amazing because that's literally the entire show where he just wants to find out these like nitty gritty details and like, you know, sometimes roast people on their, their choices. So I felt like there was a shift in, in power in the episode where, you know, Amir and Karina both were able to speak their minds. And Karina has also been, you know, a vet on the show. She was known as the gossip queen in the film oh. fraternity. But it was so crazy to see her go through like this transformative period too, where now like she was not willing to talk smack about people and like gossip about, you know, others for for no reason. So it felt like she had grown and matured in that sense. And also honest too, where there was that one part where Karma was asking Amir, like, oh, you don't come to these parties and and, and she was like, yeah, like all you got to do is just like, you know, people just go, they just drink, dance to their own songs. And like, that's it. Have a good time. Like, that's all what these parties are about. Karan goes, huh? And she goes, yeah, Karan, that's the truth. Uh, yeah, that's literally what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, that's all it is. And that's fine. You know, like that's, that's. Yeah. Uh, I actually, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Just admit that that's what you do. Yeah. That, that's what happened. That's what a party. That's what, if you're a star, like if I was a star and there was like a, you know, I was like drunk as shit. Uh, and, you know, I had, you know, some blockbuster songs. I'd be on fucking on the dance floor, you know, like bumping to them. Like, no, no doubt about it. And so I, the reason that's, I think why I liked it so much because these individuals were, I felt super honest and sincere and, and snap back uh, at Curran when, you know, he pushed the wrong buttons and, and didn't let them take advantage. And I felt like that brought out a great part of the show. But yeah, what, what did you think? What was your best episode? First of all, I like your pick because it was not going to be my pick. And I'm glad that you shattered it out because it really was a diamond in the rough, given how consistently bad all the other episodes were. <laughs> this was at least, I, did, I didn't love it and it felt a little yeah. boring, 
but at least it was different. And I, I appreciated that. Mine actually is Vicky Koshal and Sid. Um, mm. Again, different than what I thought I would pick. But if I'm going to be honest, a lot of the more saucier episodes were kind of just saucy and not like entertaining, if that makes sense. Mm. The really cool part of this show, Coffee with Karin, is its ability to entertain with some of this information. Right. right Sometimes right. I'd be listening to them talk about their social lives or personal lives, and I'm like, I really actually don't care. Case in point was like my least favorite episode, Sara Ali Khan and Janvi Kapoor, which again, if we were going by the quote unquote nominees for these coffee awards in that final episode, right. they're essentially right. nominated for everything. Yeah. And that's kind of a huge tell of how this show has really fallen off. Cause they were giving us a lot of details about their lives, about who they've dated, about whatever, right? And I was so yeah. not interested. And I was like, you guys are honestly just annoying. Uh, and I kind of want to turn yeah. this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> that also, we saw together, actually. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. An episode. And I remember both of us just going, when is this going to end? This shit is so yeah. boring. And so on the flip side, the reason I picked Vicky Koshal and Sid is, one, Sidharth is dating Kiara. Advani, who's also on the show with Shahid Kapoor. And when pressed about it, was respectful, but also kind of delightful in, mm-hmm. in what he said about their relationship. Was very private. And Karan did push. Not only did Sid set a boundary, he would also step in when he felt Karan was pushing a little too much with Vicky. Because Karan kept saying stupid shit like, I never got invited to the wedding but you manifested your love for Katrina on my couch and uh, whatever, whatever, right? Like, it's like really, it's childish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a little like, there's a way to go about it in a way where it's like interesting and funny and, you know, tongue in cheek. But he was just kind of, because I watched the Katrina episode right after in my rewatch and he does the exact same thing two minutes in to having her on the couch, fully goes, so you got married and I wasn't invited, but he's like waiting for her to say something. She's just like awkward. Did that with yeah. Vicky and he fully stepped in, said fully, like, goes, that's a private moment. It's okay that you weren't invited. Yeah. It's literally their life and their wedding and the most important thing in their life. And I thought they also had a lot of fun. They're both Punjabi. They were talking about how that kind of something that they really bonded over. They're both kind of going through an interesting phase in their careers. Like both of them are picking interesting roles. It was there for Shersha and the success that he'd had with that movie. And Vicky was there for Sadar Udham, which was also one of the best movies of that that uh, last year. And I thought it was just a great pairing of just good energy. Like he talked about the the love for her, how they met at Zoya Akhtar's house, and how like he man he did manifest it on on the couch, right? Like last season when Vicky Koshal was invited for the first time on Coffee with Karin, he just kind of broke out. He was kind of a breakout star. He was played back a video of when Katrina was on the show and she was asked, who do you think would look good paired next to you in a movie? But also it was like tongue in cheek and it was like, who would you you know want to be with? And she did say Vicky Koshal and he gets to watch her say that when he was on the show. And he did this like viral drop where he drops onto the couch like he's like awestruck and smitten. And it was one of the cutest things. It was like memed and it, was, it, had a, it, took, on, it took a life of its own. Literally four years later, they're married. And so... Great story. I thought it was like a really nice way to let for them to let us into their personal lives. Tell us how they met, like what the courtship was like and why they are so 
in love with each other while they're together. And I honestly really enjoyed their final quiz segment, which also, speaking of something that needs to get completely shut down and trashed in reworking the show for the next season. <laughs> final segment of the show. Every episode has a, there's a segment where Karen asks quiz uh, like questions that they have to like buzz and answer, whatever is stupid. Uh, it was Basically really fun. Blaming his own ego because at the end of everyone, he's like, "Oh, tell your friends oh. to call me um, and tell it's hey Karan, it's me." And as if like, dude, you know, forget from master. an intellectual perspective, just from show management, right? Like audio quality, seamlessness. Like making sure you're not like being so loud. It's like so like chaotic, but in a bad way because the audio is trash. They're literally calling them on their personal phones, bringing the phone to their attached mic so that the mic picks up who it is. And then like Karen is like kind of unwieldy. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of was like, 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 super loud and weird. Anyway, really liked Vicky and Sid. I thought it was wholesome. I thought it was dignified, respectful. When they had fun, it was good fun. I thought Sid kept Karen in check and overall left feeling satisfied. Bangers, bangers, bangers. I, I fully, fully... You are a huge uh, fan of Sadat Malhotra. So I was, I was, I was uh, when he first came out, you know, when, when Sooner the Year came out and all three of those guys launched, I was... Ride or die, Siddharth. I was like, yo, like, I want this guy to succeed the most. Because also, one, he's not from the film industry. He doesn't have like those ties. I want those those guys to succeed the most and make a name for themselves. So, so you know, that's what I thought about Vicky too. But what I didn't realize is I didn't even pick it up on uh, the first watch. His dad. His dad is a technician. Yeah. Yeah, he works yeah. behind the camera. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Let's move on to the last few. Let's get through these quick because we've talked about these and I know, I think I know who yours are going to be and whose mine are going to be. Best performance, male and female. Just do both. Best performance, female, Samantha. I thought she was fantastic. I hadn't really seen that much of her work. Obviously, we watched Family Man and her performance and that was amazing. But I didn't know that she was married at one point to Chaitanya. That was his name is? Um, Naga Chaitanya. Yeah, and so... I didn't know that they were together and just her coming there, being honest about like her divorce and speaking to all of those facts I thought was, was, was awesome. It, it reminded me of, you know, one of those older current episodes where someone would come in and feel comfortable enough to talk about something so vulnerable as that gave me a super, super in-depth look at her personality for one of the first times. And so that was amazing. She's also beautiful. That she is. That was amazing. Best male um dude uh you doing this on the fly i swear to god no 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 no. i i i I have i have options and and uh, i've thought about it but you know it's after talking about everything it's like you know opinions change but no i think i'm gonna go with ranveer as my best performance i think he is just all around an entertainer every time he's on screen i'm just like you know, his energy is just like, ah, uh, like, you know, just so infectious. Well, I love that about him. Amazing. Well, we spoke about Ranveer in, in length, so nothing yeah. needs to be said there. As performance, female was much harder for me than male. I, I was thinking, Samantha, so I, I'm, I'm actually going to agree with you. I think if I were to pick one, it would be her by a mile. I've been following her career for a very long time. So glad she's finally, like, breaking out into the national scene. 
in the way that she is. Ooh, aren't I, mama is like the was the song of 2022. Yeah. So the way that she talked about how it felt right that only a notch girl could like satirize the male gaze. I thought it was yeah. excellent. She was really, really good. Yeah. Some one-liners, like what is the, what, what did she say? What is the way to your heart? She was like, it's blocked to take a U-turn. Yeah, that was a hell um, of Also money. pun, it's a reference to a movie that she was in called U-turn. So that was sick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So my best performance male, honestly, this, this was kind of whack, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going to give it to Tiger Shroff. <laughs> here's, here's my uh, I think I'm going to have you convinced. Just stick with me, stick with me, right? Whatever you thought about his performance on the show, you cannot deny that he was brutally honest. When you first started listening to what he was saying, you were like, I hope this guy is okay. But by the end, it was so unhinged that you were like, well, I'll take it. It got so entertaining. By the time he got to the rapid fire, and then honestly, he killed the quiz segment, dog. So that's what I meant when I say brutally honest, right? It wasn't just his personality. My takeaway from the whole Tiger performance is that he's here to entertain. That's all he's thinking about, Yeah. right? The commitment to stay in shape, the commitment to being the best Bollywood dancer of this generation. And the kind of commitment to be like, you know what? I understand and kind of beholden and beholden to my love for old Bollywood. And I, I do think that is something that is missing with this newer generation of stars. Not a lot of them know how to dance well. Not a lot of them know how to act and entertain well. And I think he's one of the ones, say what you will about the quality, objective quality, obviously, of his movies. But man, when he hits, he hits. Right? So there's that. So he's here to entertain, but he's also, as a result, like really lonely and maybe a little creepy. Yeah. And he would just like kind of go on and on about how like he's lonely. I was like, oh, bet. There's not, what is this? And then the other two where he was like, what is one thing these actors have in the rapid fire that you don't have? And he literally just named all of the lead main main actors, actors' wives. So for Rabir, he was like his wife. For Rabir, he was like his wife. (laughs) And like back and forth. Yeah, uh, and I was like, "All right, creep away, Tiger, creep away." Yeah, uh, the, the, <laughs> so. yeah. The, the only thing, I guess, the, those are all valid points, and the only thing that I think that took it out of contention for me was the fact that he's not open about his relationship with Disha. If you read in between the lines, I don't think they're together, but I think because they're both kind of like the male and female versions of each other in the industry, yeah. she's extremely yeah. athletic. Like yeah. literally chiseled, looks like she's been manufactured. Like yeah. someone who was engineering to make the perfect human being, looks yeah. wise. Literally, like both of them are kind of the same. So yeah, I think they're gonna end up together or end up alone because no one's yeah. gonna want to <laughs> date either. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Worst performance, female. Worst performance, male. I think I I know both of yours. Do you want to let me just do this? I'll guess yours. You guess mine. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, I'll guess yours first, female and male. Female, I think yours is Janvi. Female, mm-hmm. I think yours is Akshay. Ooh, you got to bang on. You got to bang on. Both? Uh, I got both yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can both. Mine? Uh, I'm going to guess the same, actually. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Let's go. You know Let's why? Go. Those were the those were the three episodes I think that we like or two episodes that we watched like we watched literally together I think yeah in person yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. and we both hated that shit so much like yeah. we could feel oh, the hatred yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that okay was... let's talk about it talk to me about uh john v <laughs> john v i think like her acting wise i think she does definitely has a lot of a lot of talent i just think her personality is just like uh, she's like kind of like snobby at times and like Sometimes, like, I think what she's trying to say doesn't come across the right way. I understand she's young. She's, like, our age. I feel like she's she's smarter than she looks, but acts dumb for no reason. And I kind of hate that personality where, you know, you're you're trying to, it feels like you're you're asking for, like, pity love or, like, you know, those pity votes. It's just attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's like, like you don't. You can't why? Be so modest as to like come off as self-deprecating, right? You can't be like, oh, we've talked about this moment in the rapid fire when she loses in the outtakes or whatever, right? Or when she wins and then it's actually we only see this in the coffee awards because she actually did lose and it was a computer error or whatever. Yeah, she goes like the only award that I'm going to win that represents the essence of what is wrong with how she comes across, which is like why. Just yeah. be honest, you know, just be comfortable. Like, just be, it's okay. You, you belong, you kind of belong. You're your mom, superstar, dad, superstar producer. Just act like you belong and maybe you will belong more than you yeah. do now. It's yeah, so exactly. out of place. Exactly, exactly. And Akshay, I mean, like. <laughs> can, we, can we collectively say, fuck this guy? Yeah, yeah, fuck no. this guy. Yeah, he, I'm, 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 I'm scared for yeah. uh, his family. <laughs> I'm sorry for Kanna, <laughs> his wife. I hope uh, you know Tina. you're happy and and healthy. I hit you with okay because this guy's literal response to every single thing was, "How do you have a successful marriage?" Like, oh, whenever your wife talks, just shut up. Like, okay, like, clearly you it's don't like, have a successful marriage. If, if, like, if, if she's talking, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> really old, old, like yeah. dated opinions on marriage. On and you, know, this is the sour point, right? Not only does he have dated opinions on marriage, because when asked how he feels about the criticism levied upon him that he romances women in his films that are his daughter's age. He goes, they're just jealous. They just, they just can't have what I have. I don't look 55, do I? And it's like, dog, you do. You look yeah. old as shit every time yeah. you play someone who's like 40. Yeah. You remember when he had his older sister? In that in that movie, we didn't even get through it, but like, yeah, I remember his old supposed older sister looked his, like his daughter, yeah, straight up, yeah. And it's like, yo, can you just like not? Can you chill? Can you like actually? You're actively ruining Bollywood. Not yeah. a single film that he made last year worked. Nobody yeah. wants to watch him anymore. Yeah, and there was not any kind of honesty about it. It was just like, it seemed like he was in denial of his own fall from grace. Like, all right, yeah, I'll bet. Well, yeah. your films aren't working, so like, yeah, yeah. And, and do you remember that? That I sent you this like IG reel of him and like Yuliana on like a couple Sharma show, they're promoting some uh, some film that they'd done a while back. And like a couple goes, like, Yeah, like, uh, Akshay mentioned that you're a great bathroom singer, and Akshay goes, Kabi and then he's like, Just it's like, ew, bro, like. That's like a co-star who's like half my age. Yeah, and like, you know, it's yeah. Like, Just add the context, and you immediately realize like 
put in that position, you would definitely not. If you were a decent person. Yeah, yeah. Because you could tell on her expression too, where she just like, oh fuck, like what, what do I do? <laughs> you know? Yeah, she was like uncomfortable. Yeah, fuck. and I we've been we've been ribbing on him. He's he was fine, like otherwise. But these yeah. two moments where like yeah. he asked about his marriage, the other thing about co-stars. Yeah, oh, I'm so glad we agreed on 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 the worst. That was that was fantastic. That was fantastic. But thank you everybody for tuning in to this episode. May have been a little bit longer than than intended, but you know that's that's what happens when when we start yapping. You hey, know, it, hey, it just, if you're still if you're still here, you're a real one. If you're yeah, still yeah, tuned you, in, you're right, listening in, like yeah, you know, if. If y'all listening all the way to the end, you know, text us like we got you uh, to the real. Yeah, text know. us on IG, yeah, <laughs> yeah on, on IG, whatever platform, you know, saying we got you to know you're a real one. You're one of the exactly. true supporters. You made it all the way to the end. Uh, so well, we'll show you some special love. Exactly. I just want to say one thing. Some things to look forward to. We're going to be doing some reality TV episodes here. Famous Lives of Bollywood Lives came out a few months ago. We watched that, loved it, half thoughts. Moving in with Malaika, another oh, reality show on Hulu. Ooh, moving in with uh, Malaika. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, is also, it, it just concluded a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're trying our best to watch it, and it's not very good, but that's all we'll say on that matter. We'll be talking about those two shows soon. Patan just opened today to the biggest Hindi film opening in, I think, history. It had a crazy 100-plus crore opening. Really? Going to watch that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't see? No. Yo, it, this is going to save Hindi cinema. I swear yeah, to God. I hope I'm getting, getting to Nightmare. I'm, like, so excited. I am Yeah, so, so we're going to do... We're probably going to do a bit of an SRK retrospective, Shah Rukh Khan retrospective, and Patan episode next week. So lots to come. Stay tuned in. Really excited about getting the show on the road. And we'll see you. See you next week. All righty. Take care. Love y'all. Peace.